basically on Roll Gay Roleplay. Welcome to the final eight. Here you will wait your turn. From here, a final four will be determined. With seven points, Benny, you move on. That was fun playing against you. Better luck next time. There's always next year. Congratulations, Eve. You have advanced to the next round. Yes! Bye. The mechanical assistant takes you down to the same nautical bar that Benny is sitting in. Okay, um, and I make it a point to sit further away from Benny. Congratulations <laughs> on an anticlimactic win. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Notten, that was not a good strategy. Tara's timer reaches zero. Congratulations, you have withstood the test of will. The best action is no action. I'm back, bitches. <laughs> well, well, it seems that we have all made it to the final round. Now do your uh, horn toots with your mouth, Katie. <laughs> yeah, right. Get something <laughs> to the track. <laughs> track demands a sacrifice. <laughs> it's, it's like the first second of the podcast. We've already lost control. Welcome <laughs> to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay roleplay D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, and I don't have anything today. Uh, I'm Tisha, and I play Benny. Next. Hi, I'm Katie, and I play Jet, and uh, I made my own dice box recently out of garbage that I found in my house. Do not elaborate. (laughs) I have something in my imagination. (laughs) I do, too. I just imagine it's apple cores and... It's like a rotted melon. (laughs) Yeah, it's just just various garbage. It's just fruit. It's all well, the compost. It cancels out. You're a lesbian, so there's probably like a full wood stud frame shed around it. <laughs> oh my god, shut up. <laughs> um, my name is Brandon. I play Tara, and you can just call me the stock market because I love going down. Mm. <laughs> They're not all good kids. Yeah, but nobody nobody likes when you go On down then. You need to pray to the Lord because you're a goddamn Christian, is what you meant. Um, I'm Jewish, Mr. <laughs> This is Jew Erasure. What is it, 1942? I did. I, okay. Oh my God. Um, hi, I'm Jonathan Ifley Eve. And contrary to popular belief, we actually do have an introduction order that these people keep forgetting. We have two women and three boys, two women and three men. It's always Chris, Wait. Tisha, then it's Brandon, then it's, Ter- uh, then it's uh, Katie, and then it's John. We know this. Where is this written down? Where That's am I? That's not at? the order either. That's not the order either. <laughs> yeah. Did you skip me totally? I thought I was third or fourth. You are third. <laughs> you just put me a second. No, yeah. No, you were third. It's Chris, then it's Tisha, then it's Brandon, then it's Katie, then it's me. We have talked about this. Is that the can we pin that in the recording chat? <laughs> Nobody's gonna look at it's the really pin stuff. that there are these like really long pauses because we keep forgetting and so because we keep forgetting that means that christopher has to like spend extra time editing and i just think that you guys are just being really insensitive right now (laughs) 
<laughs> Chris, you're so respectful of your time and effort. Somebody is projecting. Uh, yeah, I have it actually written down right here. It's Chris, Katie, Jonathan, Tisha, Brandon. Oh. I'm just saying that, like, we could all, and by we, I mean y'all, could do a better job of staying on the ball. Usually I don't have a problem staying on the balls, but I'll try. <laughs> and our question this week. I know what silence is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> our question is, oh, ooh. What is our question? Okay, I know exactly what it is, and I'm so ready to ask this question. Here we go. Um, I've chugged my wine, and the question is, Apple or Android? Hold on. What's the order of this question? What order wow. do you want us to go in so there's no silences, Jonathan? <laughs> it always goes with who has the strongest opinion. <laughs> and I think it's me. Um, okay. Oh, no, no. Actually, no, it's Katie. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, can you please tell, tell what do you think, Katie? Okay, so coming from an academic and then also from like a, like a life standpoint. So from an academic standpoint, there are a lot of programs in the field that I was in specifically that were specifically for um, Windows operated computers. And it was so frustrating having group members have Apple computers because they would essentially need to install like a fake computer, kind of like a remote desktop of a Windows computer, and they'd have to switch operating systems back and forth to do different things with their computers. They're great for like audio editing, video, like all of those um, like arts editing softwares. Um, But when it comes to like heavy processing um, and analytic software, they're usually not built for iOS. Does Android make computers? Yeah, Android is Windows. Android is Google. Knew that? knew that android is is google it's not windows. i mean i have windows a is a windows is a separate um operating system they actually have their own line of phones as well operating system on phones damn now i feel bad because i got really passionate about wrong things i just don't like the phones because they're expensive <laughs> <laughs> and i don't know how to use them <laughs> <laughs> so your strong opinion is based on your use of it? Okay, that's not... <laughs> I have a lot more personal opinions. No, bitch, you started out with, I'm an academic, going. and as an educated person, I know what I'm saying. Okay. Well. And you said I can't figure out a phone. Drag this bitch. <laughs> I'm embarrassed I won't say anything. I'd rather... <laughs> Love you. Here, I don't have an opinion. <laughs> I don't have much of an opinion on this, but I do have an Apple laptop, an Apple monitor, and an iPhone. So I guess my answer would be Apple. But I was just as happy with my Pixel when I had it. It was Oof. just time for a new phone, and I went to an iPhone. You know, honestly, they say that Pixel is like a really good like uh, line of phones that like like probably the top of the line is what I've heard. I love, I love, I've only had Google phones for like the last like four years and they're fantastic. It's probably my favorite phone. Mm-hmm. My Pixel. So from my experience, so I used to work for a telecommunications company and I have written programs for um, both, if we're talking about um, phone systems, the phone uh, operating systems, I've written, written programs for Apple, Windows and Android and Apple is a pain in the ass from that that point because uh, they have their own sandbox. Basically, when you write something for Apple, it, it's it's theirs, right? They you have to go through all of their stuff. You can't like put it out there and then you know 
either way, Apple Apple's a pain in the ass because of bureaucracy in, in their programs, which is, is good because that means Apple phones are going to be a lot more secure. Like, I can't create an app and then you download it on your Apple phone um, and I get all your information. And I've had I've had both uh, phones like at the same time because I had a work phone and a personal phone. And I prefer Android and the reason why I prefer Android and how I would always explain it to people because for some reason everybody used to, you know, ask me what kind of phone to get um, is Apple is like your parents. uh, They tell you, like, don't go out in the street. Um, They put like a fence up. You can't not go out into the street and get hit by cars. Whereas Android is the parent that just says, hey, you know, go out, play you know, watch out for cars and lets you go run on the road. Okay. You have a lot more freedom. I like that. You have a lot more freedom with Android, but you can also get lost. Whereas Apple keeps you contained. Okay. I love that. Do you have any opinion on it, Brandon? Like at all? I mean, when it comes to phones, no, I do have an Apple, but I don't really care. When it comes to computers, I'm very similar to Katie as a fellow academic. Oh my God, I can go again. (laughs) And I'm a less enthusiastic opinion. I do like Windows desktop just because like Windows is a pre... I don't know how computers work, but I do know that I can't use an Apple because they can't really play games and they can't really do architecture programs like AutoCAD, Revit, etc. So there. (laughs) Um, hi, I'm Jonathan. I play Eve, and the iPhone 11 Pro has a really bomb-ass camera mm-hmm. that high-key trumps anything I've seen before. Uh, Please don't say that word on our... <laughs> uh, that high-key Obama's everything that I've seen before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, like, totally, it has... It's the first camera that I've seen, and maybe I'm just uncultured, but it's the first camera that I've seen on the 11 Pro that actually has a, if, uh, like a mode black people in the club. Like you can take a picture of me in the clubhouse, and you'll see my entire face and not just my pearly white teeth. Wow. Yeah. Like I had like um, my problematic gay friend um, on the rugby team. He. <laughs> Was he had just gotten the 11 Pro and we were at the clubhouse and so he was like take a picture with me and I was like haha we got to find the good lighting first he's like no I'll just take it right here so I'm like drunk throwing a fit like he wants to take a bad picture of me so he can like see my beautiful teeth um so he took the picture and bitch I was gobsmacked because you saw my skin you saw my smile you saw everything bitch maybe I have to move on over to the other side so yeah literal erasure <laughs> I mean, I feel like the opposite. I don't want my picture taken in a club. Do not, don't share that. Don't post that. Don't show me that. I'm gonna keep my job. Didn't Apple also have this huge problem with like the face recognition? Like assuming that like all like I think it was like a bunch of people in China like their faces just unlocked each other's phones because mm-hmm. there was no like like differentiated enough enough of like their code. I heard about that. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Okay, well, I mean, it's all consumerism. Yeah. Let's be real. None of these big companies are here for anybody except for themselves. No. So. Oh, speaking of. Yeah. So do we remember what happened last time? Eve is pissed. Tara's great. Eve's had a rough time lately. 
Eve has, yeah, Eve has had it officially. Um, She's had a rough time. Tara can't keep her hair down. It just keeps blowing in the wind. Uh, Jet's gone from, like, yeah, small town, just making my way through the city trailer into, like, I'm just going to watch this man tear apart these two women, <laughs> lose it over this halo, and come back looking completely different. Sounding different. Not even sure it's him. And Benny's not saying anything about it. No. You guys are, are currently in uh, the mayor's manor. You've completed the first half of the game. And now, uh, who was, was it Tara that was last? Yeah. So, Tara, you have joined the other three in this nautical-themed bar, which Katie has pointed out is similar to the one in First Wives Club, which is a very popular <laughs> reference to use. So hip. <laughs> uh, so, yes, that gives you a clear picture of what we're looking at. Uh, has even Benny still not spoken during this whole time? Nope. We did speak a little bit because remember I told you you can't just completely destroy a, a religion just because you decide that you don't believe in it anymore. But was I actually even trying to listen to you, though? Yeah. You stopped whatever you were doing. You were stopped being a bitch for a second and then went Has back Eve to Has Eve ever tried to listen to anyone? Before Eve used to listen, yes. There's just less listening now? Way or less. None. Okay. Cool. Um, the... Uh, Mechanical person behind the bar says, dinner will be served in the room downstairs. Uh, he'll make everybody whatever drink you would like and then start to lead you down a set of stairs into a new, uh, new floor of the house. It's, I think you're like two stories down, maybe three. I forget how far down this goes. It's almost like it's a dungeon, but it's not. But there is a dungeon. Oh, yeah, of course there's a dungeon. You're just not going there yet or at all. I don't know. Uh, so <laughs> the, uh, mechanical uh, assistant leads you into a room that has a table set for five in front of four of the, ta- the seats. There are bread boxes Ugh. at the fifth seat. There is a plate and a glass. You are each, uh, put in front of one of the bread boxes and then the mechanical assistant leaves the room. Do they all look the same? All the bread boxes look the same, yes. Benny sits down at one. Same. Eve stands. Gonna... Eve stands. Cool. Uh, from the other door in the room, uh, this room is pretty bare, actually. It's just uh, two doors, table in the center, chandelier above, the four bread boxes, and the fifth seat. The mayor walks into the room from the other door and says, Congratulations to my final four. Before we begin with the rest of the game, it's time for dinner. If you'll open your bread boxes, please think of your perfect meal and open. So these are going to work the exact same way as the one in Anna Meek's Magic Boutique. Whatever the perfect meal is for you, that's what you're going to get. So what is it? Oh, man. Um, Eve is uh, recalling the mirror time. And so Eve... Uh, looks at the and in his eyes uh, like get really fucked up and he pulls uh, or can I pull out food now? Yeah. Okay. So um, Eve pulls out a heart. Oh fuck. Oh. What kind of heart? A lamb. <laughs> and, and looks dead at Benny 
and says, this will not be the only thing to be, uh, oh, no, no, that's not, that's not his voice. Um, he says, looks dead at Benny and says, well, 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 it seems uh, we have not only a lamb to be set. And as he looks dead at Benny, he like takes a big bite out of it. I imagine he's trying to be casual, but he probably like spits blood everywhere, <laughs> blood all over his mouth. Like gush, <laughs> stripping down his face, like eating a peach in the south. Did <laughs> <laughs> you see the mayor just say, "That is not what I expected." <laughs> Please leave. <laughs> you can also choose food. Vinny looks at Eve and says, "Oh wow." You're doing a really good job of eating that. I I wouldn't have even known where to start. Goodness, uh, very passionate. I it's something that I do always admire in you. Uh, and she looks at her bread box and she thinks of the exact biscuit that Tara ate in the mirror. Oh, does it imbue magical properties? Oh, yeah, sure. Fuck it. <sighs> You've got, you've got a, a cake. Just the same one that Tara had. The exact same one. She looks at Eve. Um, hold on. She looks at Eve and she holds out the biscuit and she says, Hey Eve, I know that you're really good at eating that heart, but, uh, I have this biscuit here and I think you can, you recognize the biscuit, uh, just kind of curious as to what your interest is uh, towards the biscuit. Uh, do I do I do I catch on to what this biscuit is? Uh, roll perception. Sure. And I actually have perception now, so God bless. <laughs> um, and that's going. Ooh, Jesus. Um, my perception nineteen. Yeah, you can sniff it out. You know what it is. <laughs> so I look at the biscuit um, and you see like my black eyes like kind of like go like they like static but and then I don't know like Eve is so ecstatic to have this biscuit that he like I don't what is and just devours it all of my hard okay, work and so what happens after I eat it uh, it's not the same as it was before what you mean so it's the, it, you're going to have the same effect that it has on Terra, where there's a light windblown. It's not fully there. It's not all there. It's just like a hint of it. Okay. <laughs> so, so you're as windblown as Terra now. Before Eve's hair was like silver and then it turned black. Now it's gray. <laughs> <laughs> and then one eye is black and one eye is white. So Eve is just going through a whole, like it's quarantine for Eve too. She's going through a lot. <laughs> And so he looks at her and says, well, 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 this will be a start indeed. Thank you, Miss Benny. Yeah. Anything for you, Eve. You know that I, I care about you and I believe in you. So, um, and, and I hope that you don't forget that. Even if, you know, we're doing what, what seems to be the right thing. Um, sometimes perceptions, um, uh, Make it not seem that way, but I hope you know that I'm here. And I may be looking at a six, and you may be looking at a nine, but I'll be holding your hand. But together, those make a 69. 
together. We went crazy. <laughs> Everybody's happy. Okay, yeah, that's it for me. Okay. Uh, are Jet and Tara going to have any, like, story-changing dinners <laughs> as well? Yeah. Jet thought about her perfect meal before she saw what Betty did. So it was like a it was like a bowl of stew and some bread. But after she saw Eve bite into that heart, she's not really into the stew anymore. <laughs> so she's just going to eat some bread. Okay. Bread from the bread box? Oh, Lord. Benny's going to come over and say, hey, I forgot. Uh, I didn't get anything. Do you mind if I chat on on that stew? <laughs> sure. Go nuts. It's got beets in it. Tara, seeing that this whole dramatic situation just went down, pulls a dry spinach salad out of the box and then <laughs> prestidigitates it to taste like I don't know, cake. I don't know. Something funny. She just eats it in silence and watches them, knowing that no matter what she does, it's not going to be as important. <laughs> cool. All that has happened. The mayor sits down at his seat and uh, motions for Eve to sit down, finally. Eve. Eve sits begrudgingly. Okay, beautiful. He says, while we're enjoying our meals... I'd like to know a little bit more about you. You don't seem like you're from around here, so what brings you to my town? Eve slaps his hand down and says, Yes, yes, I am Eve, uh, St. Eve of Laurent. And we are here to win this contest, and we are looking for two individuals. <laughs> Their names are Agador and Marcus Flint. Have you heard of them? Hmm. They don't ring a bell right now. What do you mean you're looking for them? Have you lost your friends? Well, it seems that they uh, are two ne'er-do-wells who took it upon themselves to evade the law and uh, find safe haven somewhere in this town. Here? Hmm. Interesting. When, when were they seen here? Well, we cannot exactly uh, track how long it's been since they've been here. Um, have you seen any new... Uh, you are indeed the mayor of this town. Have you by chance uh, seen any new visitors, new travelers? Besides us, of course. Well, during the uh, annual event, there's a lot of travelers. People come from all walks of life to come see. So I've seen a lot of people. What do you know of this make religion? Maybe have you heard any individuals speaking of that, perchance? Oh, they're prisoners. The prisoners that came through. Yes, yes. Oh, thought we were looking for normal people, not evil people. Yes, they've, they've come through the town. They stayed a couple days with their guards, and they were going to head east to make it to the council, but... We told them that they've had a problem going east, and we suggested that they go north. Our shipments haven't been received lately from the east, and upon our last scout, we've learned that there's a giant problem. So we advised them not to go the route that they were planning, but I didn't see which way they went. We advised them to go north, though. Oh, oh, that is most uh, uh, disconcerting to me. Unfortunately, I find it rather that you have known about this issue for quite some time and you have not fixed the problem yet. What is the issue? Why haven't you taken the 
uh, uh, shake uh, to make sure that this problem is handled. Well, our giant problem, I've, as I said, I sent scouts. And now we know what the problem is. And we're coming up with a plan. Now, I don't mean to jump in, but when you say giant problem, do you mean a giant problem or do you mean like a giant problem? A, a giant who is a problem. Yeah, but is the giant a giant problem or is the giant like a little inconvenience? It's, it's, it's a giant that's causing a moderate problem. A giant moderate problem. Gotcha. Moderate giant problem. <laughs> Words are hard. Exactly. Oh, well, well, I, I do have a problem. And so Eve, like, flips his uh, hair because he has a little bit of confidence back. And he says, I would like to help you moderate problem that you have with your giant friend. If you are able to relay a little bit of information to us. How can I help? What happens to the individuals of this competition who are uh, not because they lost? Are you speaking of the people that you've beaten this evening or from past events? I am speaking of both, actually. What happens to the winners and what happens to the losers? Well, I use these events to find talented people to hire. I find out what these people are into, what they are good at, put them through a series of trials, and then, as you can see, I have a lot of money. And I take them from whatever they're doing and hire them for something that pays a lot more. Oh, well, that is uh, a fantastic opportunity for them. Unfortunately, sir, I have a question. There was mention of a dungeon for the losers. What, what is that? The people that have been beaten in the game so far are being held in a room. However, they are being served dinner. They are free to leave once the game is over. They are not locked into anywhere. And two of you will be seeing them soon. Can we ask what that dinner is? Uh, it's more of a buffet style. They got to pick from... They didn't get to choose their dinner like you did, even though you chose a heart. <laughs> and... Oh, y'all don't have hearts in your buffet dinner? We don't. Should we need... Maybe... I'll write that down. Were there like... I find it rather odd that you are worried of morals when you're locking people in dungeons as we speak. I do not... No one is locked... Well, there are people locked in my dungeon. But they're bad people. Not the losers of tonight. There's no... <laughs> there's just bad people down there. People that should be in a dungeon. Dungeon people. And you mean to tell me that there are bad people in dungeon down where we cannot find them that are mixed in with people that are not, in dun uh, that are not bad but also in these dungeons? No. Those people are not in dungeons. <laughs> They're being held in a different room. That's all. And why can't they just be sent home? They could go home at the end of this. It's fun to watch. This end of this trial is fun to watch. They know what's going to happen. Oh, they get to watch? And so will some of you. I, as Jonathan, would like to roll, um, roll an inside. Like, something's off about this mayor sure what are you looking for what are you what are you trying to figure out he sounds like he's like missing you know in um in um supernatural whenever uh what's his name loses his shade and like he loses emotions yes yeah yeah that's how the 
mayor is okay and that insight check is going to be oh jesus h christ on the cross what is 15 going to get me um yeah something's off about him you're right I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that you think he's evil or anything or possessed in any way. But there is something that's clearly a little off about him. He's just handling these people who have lost the trials like cattle. Yeah. Yes. But, I mean, think about his position, too. He's a mayor. He hires people all the time who end up leaving the city to go do his other jobs for him. He's got a lot of people under him. He doesn't know all their names. These are his constituents who have voted for him, and it is his civic duty to make sure that they are safe at all times. He's more of like a CEO than like an actual like representative of the state. Oh my god! So like he cares more about that money, money. Um, Corporate leadership. Can I? The mayor, like the, what from your insight, you can at least tell the mayor is being honest. He's not locking people up, like not the losers. So then I'm going to um, say I. So we know that Agador. And Marcus Flint are going east. They went no. They were their uh, their directions that they had on their map are the same that you have with Loxif, and that's going east out of this town. But the mayor advised them to go north instead. Okay, and we know we don't know what, what these people who win this. We don't know exactly where they are. Correct. Yeah. Um, these servants are robots, right? Or androids? Or They're cyborgs? mechanical, yeah. He has a lot of them, right? Yes. Can I, like, see, like, maybe... Okay, um, okay, hold on. Okay. Uh, my dear Maya, it seems that you have quite a few of these robots, these mechanical uh, servants, if you will. Um, how did you come across so many of these mechanical servants? Great question. Actually, this was from a previous game. We had a building competition. What could somebody build? And the winner was able to build these. Since then, he is hired. I pay him a very good salary, and he cranks these out for me. Aren't they amazing? They can get wet. You can knock them over. They just keep doing what you need them to do. Can Eve go back into the bread box? Sure. What you going for this time? Maybe. What are you going for this time? Hold on. I'm not going to say yes yet. <laughs> what do you uh... want? <laughs> Eve is going to pull out a croissant oh. and eat that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, totally. those are just as messy at I, heart. <laughs> it's bloody and cake and croissant, just like flaky, <laughs> bloody goodness all over Eve's face. You know what the bread box doesn't have? A napkin. <laughs> as they're going to dry. As they're doing that, uh, so Benny has, so um, the mayor said that the losers currently know what is up next, and Benny has a speaking stone that she shares with Naughton, so she's going to try to uh, talk to him. Oh, I forgot about that. How are you, are you trying to sneak out of the room, or what are you, um, are you doing kinda, it in front of him? No, I'm not doing it. I mean, as they as they were speaking, as they were talking, Benny's just oh, gonna you're trying to like whisper it. Yeah, turn to the corner and like whisper it. Give me those ten words. What are you saying? Um, you up? She's going to say, "Not in. Where are you?" 
That's one, two, three, four. And then she's going to say, what, what is coming for me? How ominous. Okay. What is coming up for me? Naughton will respond back. Also in a whisper. Searching for Scarlet. Is that her name? I thought it was Amadala. But remember, Naughton has Scarlet fever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Searching for Scarlet. I'm pretty sure we said that wrong multiple times last episode. Oh, well. Searching for Scarlet. No luck yet. Be ready for battle. Oh, fuck. Okay. Jet just wants to take a quicker look at the room, see if she can see, like, any seams where there could be any doors, any, like, weird openings where, like, they could get gassed or something, just because, like I said, the mayor keeps mentioning that we're going to be joining him soon. Sure. I'll, uh, I'll tell you right now, this room just looks like a normal room. There's no hidden room. traps or anything in this room. Uh, no, no, th- there's, there's no concerns in the room. I assure I you. I know. <laughs> Jet's a little more on the ball because she was like super chill with that lady and then she turned into a hag. <laughs> I know that's right. She's just Jet a little said, no bit. Jet's like lifting yeah. up the red box, looking underneath it. <laughs> I can hear you. Uh, as you all finish your meals, none of which really sounded that appetizing after all of it. Stew, there was stew. I take it back. Um, the mayor says. Now, it's time for the final round before the final round. Semi-final. Quarter-finals. Semi-finals? I think it's the semi. It is the semis, because quarters is final eight. We already did that. And now we're in the semi-finals. Now we, this is the pre-lip-sync for you. <laughs> yeah. Wait, which one of us is Sherry Vine? Wait, is that the wrong queen? Sorry. Sherry <laughs> Pie. Sherry Pie. Sherry Pie. <laughs> There's a different queen named Sherry Pie, but I'm going to... Be real quiet. <laughs> For this round, the bread boxes will come into play. Only two can move on to the final round. We're going to play, and then music drops. Dun 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 dun. The lights fade, spotlights on each one of you. And the mayor says, Cucumber in a box. <laughs> what? Now, I know uh. that we're playing D&D but we're going to do this without rolling anything. Okay. As much as this is like Benny, Eve, Jet, Tara, it's the four of you as well. Cucumber in a box works like this. There's going to be, this game will be played in four rounds. During each round, two of you will look inside your box. You will either have a cucumber in your box or you will have the name of somebody who has a cucumber in their box. The goal at the end of each round is to end with a cucumber in your box. The two people who look will go in order, and they can say whatever they want. The two people who do not look in their box will take turns deciding which bread box they would like. You will each talk twice, and you will each guess twice. Okay. Are there only four bread boxes? Yes. So it'll go in order. So we're going to start with Katie and Tisha looking, Jonathan and Brandon guessing, and then we're going to move. So Tisha will go first then, and then Jonathan will look in his box, Brandon, Katie. So we're going to make sure that everybody goes first once, everyone goes last once. Okay. Okay. The two players with the most points at the end wins. So whoever has the most cucumbers at the end wins. 
Okay. Uh. Um, and when you said you can say anything, is that like... You can tell them the truth. You can tell them a lie. You can say like, I'm a Pisces and then nothing. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever you want. Okay. You can lie. The goal is for the people that look in their box is to end with a cucumber. The goal okay. for the people guessing is to end with a cucumber. Just do whatever you have to, to get as many cucumbers as possible. Tara immediately yeah. claps her hands together to cast shatter on Eve's bread box. <laughs> no. God damn it. <laughs> no magic. This is a game of words, guys. Okay. Uh, so the way I'm going to do this is I'm going to DM two of you, and I'll either tell you cucumber or I'll tell you the name of somebody who has one. Okay. Okay. Okay, so to start this game, Jet and Benny will be able to look in their box. Okay. Speaking of DMs, I am not getting nearly enough animal pictures. <laughs> Step it up, guys. Right? I know. I need to get better at taking pictures of my rabbits. Because, like, objectively, if I was good at taking pictures and posting them regularly, I could, like, they could be, like, maybe internet famous. Not as internet famous as Chris, but, like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did forget to mention there are two cucumbers in the game. Okay. So there's only two cucumbers okay, only total. Two. There's two cucumbers each round. Oh, each round. Okay. Yes. All right. So Tisha and Katie, I have told you both whether you have one or not. The order is going to be Katie, you can start talking. Tisha, you will talk next. Jonathan, you will decide first. Brandon, you will decide last. So Katie or Jet, take it away. Yeah, um, Benny has the cuke in her bread box. You notice she's kind of like vibrating a little. She does that when she's nervous. I mean, she's always nervous. <laughs> but I feel like she's shakier than like usual. So get her. <laughs> okay. Benny. Benny says, um, yeah, I have a, I have, wait, so do I want them to know if I have a cucumber or not? You just want to end with it. So if you don't have one, you want them to try and take your box so uh -huh. you can take their box. Ah, uh, I got gotcha. you. Uh, Does that make sense? Yeah. But if you have one, you want to keep it. Okay. Uh, yeah, she's probably right. I'm, I'm pretty nervous. Um, I don't know. I'm not very good at, at lying. So uh, um, cucumbers, you can make them into pickles. And then you can make pickle shots. So I would really enjoy to have a cucumber. Okay, thanks. So I can turn into pickles. Bye. That seemed very helpful. Uh, Jonathan, which bread box would you like? Okay, and there's a possibility that I can have a a, pick, a, cucumber, a pickle. There's a possibility that I can have a cucumber in my own box already. Yes. Uh, I'm yes. going to keep my box. Okay. Uh, Tara? Uh, oh, I don't think Jet's a good liar. I'll... Trade with Jet. Okay. The trade has been made. You may open your boxes. <laughs> and Tara and Jet both have cucumbers in their boxes. Whoa. Oh, okay. Tara, Jet. One point each. Ready for round two. You close your bread boxes. And now, Tisha and Jonathan, you get to look. So let me... Uh, Tisha, whenever you're ready, take it away. Uh, 
yeah, I'm still not sure um, what to do, but I would like to keep this pickle, uh, I mean, this cucumber, so I can turn it into pickles. That's it. The pickles are, are cucumbers are members of gourd families. All right, Jonathan. Well, well, well. It seems that I may or may not have a cucumber in my box. I am a selfish queen, and it would be best in your it would be in your best interest to never take from a queen. <laughs> and if you do, there will be impending doom. Thank you. All right. Brandon, whatever you make out of that. I mean, there is still a threat of violence, which is on par, but it wasn't quite as aggressive as normal. So I don't think Eve has one. Uh, I'm going to keep my... Okay. And then Jet, you're the final decision. Which bread box would you like? Uh, She's going to take Benny's box. Okay. Jet switches with Benny. Everyone opens their bread boxes, and once again, Tara and Jet have cucumbers in their box. Nice. Sweet. (laughs) See you in the final spit. Okay. Round three. How did I do this? I... (laughs) God damn it. All right, hang on. I wrote names in character or... No, these are people. Having Brandon and Benny, and I just write B, and then Jet and Jonathan, it's throwing me up. Tara and Tisha. <laughs> oh. Okay, so I have Jonathan and Brandon. You will be looking inside your box. Okay. Uh, Jonathan, your turn to start the round. Okay. Uh, and so Eve says, well, 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 it seems that I may or may not have a cucumber. It would be within your best interest to know that if you steal from a queen, you will have problems in the future. Do not take my box. Okay. Brandon? Tara, minor illusions, a little fog cloud around her head so no one can really read her face and just stays stone cold silent. You have to say something. (laughs) I like that the strategy Uh, is like, I don't know, guess. I I don't negotiate with Tara's. (laughs) All right, uh, Katie, you're first to choose. Which red box would you like? Uh, I'm going to take uh, Tara's box. Okay, Jet takes Tara's box. And then Benny. Uh, Benny just stays with her own. All right. Tara and Benny both have cucumbers in their box. Got you, bitch. <laughs> All right, final round. Brandon and Katie will look in their box. Tisha, Jonathan will guess. All right, Brandon, you're going to start us off. The cloud disappears and Tara says, well, since I'm secure in the finals, I have no problem telling y'all I have a cucumber. Go for it. Katie, you're next. Uh, yeah, I don't have a cucumber and I'm like so close to winning. So please, <laughs> if you have one, we don't know if we have one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Uh, Tisha, you're the first to decide. Uh, I guess I'll take Brandon's. Okay. Eve, final guess. I'm going to hold on to my own box. Benny and Jet end up with cucumbers, which means Benny and Eve have been eliminated from the game. So Brandon and Katie both had cucumbers? Yes. Uh Yeah, the last round they both did. The third round, uh, Jonathan and Brandon both did not have one. Yeah, I think the first round we both had one too. 
Je- no. uh, Tara. Well, the first round was me and Katie. Oh. You you never once gave Eve a damn cucumber. <laughs> How you guys played it is completely up to you. Cool. It could have been I have one, I don't have one, whatever. Yeah, just favoritism. That's fine. Yeah, cool. We get it. <laughs> uh, Benny lays uh, her hand like. After she sees that uh, she's lost, she lays her hands on uh, both Tara and Jet and uses resistance. Oh, okay. Uh, make sure you guys note that that's going to come into play. Uh, as soon as this is over, the mayor says, wow, what a riveting game. Thank you for playing. Before you go, I, of course, have prizes for my final four. And now hopefully I can drop this into discord. Uh, our good buddy, Homebrew5e, Mitch made some new items for you guys. Uh, I think it's pretty obvious whose is whose. I don't feel like I need to explain that. The one with Beyonce is uh, Jonathan's. Katie, you're the entire left column. Oh, goodness. Holy shit. Favoritism oh, again. Yeah. Yeah, this is awesome. Go ahead and take some time to read over what you now have. I don't have this in D&D Beyond yet, so just use this for now. Uh, I'll... I'll say that I'll get it on there. (gasps) Penny is about to be the tank of the group. Hey, did you guys know that my level two cleric has a, a higher armor class than my level seven fighter? <laughs> oh, shit. I don't need concentration for first level spells. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so top, I'm crying. If anyone has read over theirs, go ahead and give us, like, a rundown of it, because I do want to give our listeners, like, what these awesome items are. Sure. I read mine. Um, I got Nature's Voice Box. It requires attunement by a second-level druid or higher. You gain a plus-one bonus to your AC, which includes the AC of bestial forms you take when you use Wild Shape. Um it's made from wood of an ancient magical oak tree. It's a choker, and but it feels soft as silk. Uh, when I use my wild shape while wearing this and take the form of a beast that doesn't have the capability to speak or read, I can still speak or read the languages I know from my original form, which is pretty awesome. So now Benny's AC is 20. <laughs> Holy shit. Jesus fucking Christ. That's insane. So I have shield, and um, I love this lore. Uh, thank you, uh, Mitch, for keeping it uh, Yonsei. Um, whenever a creature attacks me with a melee weapon, um, I will take the attack, and I can teleport up to 30 feet away from that person. And while I'm teleporting, that individual, that creature takes 2d8, psychic and if i use a spell slot to use my reaction then it takes 3d8 for level one two and so on so things get punished for touching me 
<laughs> yeah. I have Master of Illusions, which is a rare wand. And it looks like when I'm holding it, I get a plus one bonus to my spell attack rolls and spell save DC, which throws me up to a 16. Good luck, Chris. Um, it also has 10 charges. And if I cast a first level illusory spell, which is my jam, I don't need to concentrate. It expends a charge for each time I do it. And if I want to cast something higher than a first level spell slot, I can expend more charges for each level higher. It Yeah, right? It also gains like limited charges at dawn. And if I really fuck up a roll, it kind of breaks, except I can still keep the plus one bonuses. I yeah, love that. That sounds that. really cool. Yeah. Oh, I love concentration spells. I didn't think how I'm going to counter these things. <laughs> Thanks, Mitch. <laughs> Sorry, Katie, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say I essentially got Tetsega from Inuyasha. Uh, if uh, just because there's like that, that uh, like there's a, like essentially it's a Warhammer where I can once per long rest uh, change what kind of element I work with. And if I pick the element that matches mine, I can change that twice per long rest. And essentially it just turns into like either I can make a tornado or I can, you know, make a huge fissure in the earth and make freezing water or boiling water appear or fire damage. It's really cool. <laughs> and it's going to become my new favorite thing. Yeah, these are awesome. Thanks, Mitch. Thank Homebrew, you. At Homebrew 5e. Yes. yes. Thank you, Queen. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. So now uh, we have to split the party. And I think this is the maybe the first time that I've wanted to split the party. So in order to do this as fairly as possible, I need Brandon and Katie to not listen while I explain what's going to happen. I will deafen. Type in the chat okay. when we come back. Okay. Let me get back over here. All right. Since they're not listening, the mayor takes you outside of the room upstairs and into the room adjacent to where you had your nautical drinks. Inside this room is everybody except for Naughton, who has previously played. They're clearly drinking as well. Uh, Daisy and Emma are both trashed. So there's a bar. You guys can drink as you please. Uh, the entire room is just a balcony. It's a four-sided balcony with a floor in the middle completely cut out. Below you, you see a gravel floor four um, columns holding up the balcony and really nothing else in the room. It's just an empty pit. The mayor says to you both, congratulations on making it as far as you did. Please have a drink and be prepared for the battle. Your friends are going to face off in a battle against each other for the prize. <laughs> oh no. As a DM note, Whoever wins this, I'm going to ask the question, is this lethal? Oh, Ooh, you are so lucky that Eve is not in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eve would have murdered Benny. Oh. So now you guys know what happens. Oh, that's fabulous. Wow. Uh, let's tell them to come back. Are we good? Yes. Okay. Hello. Hello. Oh, hey. Uh, so here's what you guys saw. Tara and Jet 
you've been asked to stay in the room with the bread boxes. The mayor has taken uh, Benny and Eve upstairs or out of the room. The mayor comes back down and says, congratulations to my final two. On the other side of that door, you will fight the hardest monster you've ever fought before. I have brought your weapons from the front gate, so everything you've left, you will have for this battle. Best of luck, we'll be rooting you on from above. Please, go retrieve your weapons and be prepared for battle. He leaves the room. All right, so Jet's gonna pull her sword out of her shirt. She still has that. (laughs) Uh, Perfect. Tara's pulling out her shiny new wand. Uh, As you two exit the room as directed, you find any of the weapons. I think uh, Jet's scimitar is in there. So anything that you left at the front gate, you currently have. Sweet. Uh, And it's important to note that I don't know that you have any proficiency with this, but Tara does have a whip around her waist. Oh, yeah. Uh, You also see that it's everybody's weapons, like Benny's, uh, Benny, Eve's, everybody's weapons was brought in just in case there was a final two of somebody else. So collect your weapons before moving on to the next room. You guys let me know when you're ready. Is the totem mace there? Yep. I'm grabbing that. Okay. Uh, Jet's going to grab her war pick and take her new weapon with her, um, but she can only carry two of them, so she's just going to bring the war hammer and the scimitar okay. in with her to fight. Are you guys ready, then? Yep. And we, uh, we yes. have resistance. You do have resistance. Okay. Um, before we enter, roll initiative. I got a nat 20 uh, plus my initiative, which is plus night, uh, so plus 14. So I got 34. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Are we fighting each other? I'm going to die. <laughs> I could go back in time and start. <laughs> yeah, so I got a nat 20 for initiative, and I have plus 14 initiative now. I don't know how that works. Because I had plus 9. Because I had plus... I had plus nine, and then I picked alert as a feat, and that's plus five. Just for, just to, like, make sure I know the order. Brandon, what did you get? I got an 18 plus one, so 19. I thought I rolled pretty good. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's a really good one, actually. No, okay. Well, it's no fucking 69 or whatever Katie got. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty ridiculous, yeah. Um, okay. All right, are we ready, then? We're good? All right, you two... Make your way to the last door and enter and find a gravel floor, four wooden columns holding up a balcony. You look up and see everybody that's been eliminated, including even Benny, above you, looking on. And the mayor says, Welcome to the final round. Spectators, sit back, enjoy, drink. For our final two, best of luck. Whoever survives wins. Good luck. Wait, survives? Jet, you're first in order. Uh, <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> uh, so Jet's gonna pull out her Warhammer. Oh, we're fighting each other? Yeah. Oh my god, I thought there was a monster. <laughs> Fuck, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is he expecting me to die? Jet's gonna go. Jet's gonna. <laughs> Jet's gonna forgo her turn. <laughs> She's kind of, like, horrified that she will hit Tara with her warhammer, and then she'll immediately, like, turn into, like, a splat. Jet makes no move. 
Tara. <laughs> Describe this room to us again. 15 by 15 foot gravel floor, four wooden columns holding up a balcony. Yeah. How high is Who's the ceiling? Who's on the balcony? All the spectators? You're not getting out of there. Okay, I'll cast mirror image on myself. So what that does is it creates three illusory duplicates of myself within the same space. They move and mimic my actions, and if someone takes a swing at me, they have to roll a d20 to see if they hit me or one of them. Okay. I'm gonna die. (laughs) (laughs) And then I, I guess I'll use a bonus action to be like, now, when you say uh, whichever one survives, can we get some clarification on that, please? Oh, of course. That was almost locked. Hold on. Of course. Whoever runs out of hit points first loses. Oh, so we're just taking a bloody man. Okay, so it's only until unconsciousness. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, goodness. You two can, sh- if you guys choose not to fight, that's fine. There's going to be no winner in this, though. Yeah, okay. I think. Bring it. Because I really want the money. I also don't want to kill you. <laughs> uh, I'm going to yell up to the mayor. If she, like, is unconscious, do you have, like, medics on board? Will it be, like, an immediate healing or? Of course. We're prepared for any situation. Medics, graves, whatever we need. Okay, well, I don't think the graves will be necessary. Um, I'm going to go for an unarmed strike. <laughs> make it look like I'm fighting. <laughs> um, so, uh, that's a nat 20 again. Sorry. Plus six. That's a 26. <laughs> yeah, that hits. <laughs> okay. Uh, and that's just four bludgeoning damage. Um, so did you just, like, punch Tara? Is that all it was? I, I just punched Tara. Well, I mean, it's either that or fucking hit her with, like, a hammer. <laughs> that's fair. Or a sword. <laughs> <laughs> Rock'em Sock'em. <laughs> Like, literally rock. I'm gonna try to punch her in the corset because I know that there's <laughs> there's boning there. This is the... And I have a second attack because I'm just a dual wielder, so that's a six plus six, twelve. Yeah, uh, yeah, that hits. Okay, but it's just gonna be another four bludgeoning damage. <laughs> Sorry. What is your AC, Tara? <laughs> it's twelve. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah you I know. Yep. Just so you know, Katie, for future reference, if you might need to use this later, you can say non-lethal damage. <laughs> okay. Tara is going to see that her corset was scuffed and be more upset than if she was punched in the face. <laughs> so she's going to cast Shatter on a... Oh, goodness, on Jet. And since Jet is made out of an inorganic material such as a stone... It has disadvantage on the saving throw. Great. What kind of saving throw do I have to make? Roll a d20, and it has to be my new save DC, which is 16. I got an 18. Fuck you. Damn, this new dice box that I made is, like, (laughs) really coming through. Oh, did you roll twice and take disadvantage? Oh, no, that's wrong. Sorry. You just said that. Uh, and that's a 15. Nice. Suck it. So I do shatter. Okay, so I'm going to roll 3 d Well, you have resistance. I'm okay taking damage, though. 
Is, is this fight going to be like, you win? No, you win. Because <laughs> if it is, I'm going to throw Benny into it. No. No. I throw have some... Eve. Throw Eve. <laughs> Benny likes both of them too much. And well, Eve is bloodlusty. I just got a 17 on my 3d8s. Okay, so 17. So, 16. Oh, is, is Jet closer to the... um? The podium thing, or am mm-hmm. I? Uh, there's like the the columns. Yeah, there's four columns. Like each corner has one, basically. Okay, Not well, a big room. shatters a ten foot radius. So I'm gonna also try and catch one of the legs of the podium in it. You're trying to take down everybody else. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Fucker. Okay. Um, I don't think it makes a spell DC since it's just wood. Oh, wood, yeah. So you would take the same amount of damage. It'd be, um, the wood pole would take 17 damage. Okay. Huge crack, floor to ceiling, goes right through the wood then. Eve sees this happen, and Eve literally starts, like, trying to jump up and down, trying to rock <laughs> the podium So I grab the ledge, and I'm, like, pushing. I <laughs> what is the point of this? Yeah. Benny casts Mold Earth. For what? To fix it. To fix it. What's the outcome you guys would want from this? The balcony breaks and everybody falls in, and then what? No, Benny's trying to fix it. I'm just trying to understand where that's going. Jet really doesn't want to. She'd rather just kind of like hold the mayor hostage, like, than be like, "Hey, I obviously will fucking win." Like, can we just? Should we turn on the mayor then? Uh, That's what I'm planning on doing. (laughs) Well, talk to me. All right, so I have Merge with Stone. So what I was thinking of doing was either, like, Tara could kind of make something that, like, looks like she disappeared me. She wins, and then I go fucking, like, knock down the balcony. And if he's like, oh, but there's no body, she doesn't win. You're like, ha, 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 here I am in the stone. You're dead. Let us win, I absolutely can't do that. You just need to let Tara know what's going on. Okay. Uh, can I try to make, like, a, there's not, like, a communication check, is there? Friendship check. How well do we know each other? Do you have threes can't? Thieves can't? I don't know thieves can't. Um, and I don't think she knows primordial. <laughs> How? She wouldn't. Tara can speak elf and goblin. Elfin. Okay, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna yell at uh, Jet. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just gonna yell at myself. I'm just gonna yell at Tara to uh, like disappear me. <laughs> just end it. Disappear me. Like, I'm tired. I'm sorry for ruining your corset. (laughs) Okay. So we have the column breaking, Eve shaking, Mm -hmm. Benny trying to fix it, a weird switch from Jet being like, hey, we're going to take this down to, hey, just finish me off? Because I don't know how I'd be able to tell her, like, the whole plan without the mayor also being just like, I fucking heard that, right? Got you. Does that make sense? So I think at this point you've made enough of a noise of what you're doing, especially with Eve rocking everything. I mean, yeah, if, if, if I, if there's definitely enough noise to cover it up, then I'm just going to like whisper to her in a common, like make it look like I disappear. And then I'm going to try to like get the mayor. Eve has pulled out his shield. It's now like trying to like break the <laughs> side of the. Okay. And the mayor <laughs> looks at Eve and says, <laughs> 10,000 gold pieces to whoever stops him. 
10,000 gold pieces? Clive, Bob, Emma, the seven Stevens, and Daisy all jump for Eve. Seven, eight, nine, ten. That's 11 people going for you. Uh, So. Vinny casts Entangle. On who? The whole area of them going towards Eve. Eve's going to get caught up in it as well. You cast Entangle and 11 people are Entangle. Yeah, it's a 20 foot radius. The mayor looks at you and goes, that'll count. Continue fighting. Is I'm assuming it's Tara's turn. Yes. Penny lets Eve go. God damn it. <laughs> so Tara slowly walks up to a jet with like electricity. She's doing a little shock and grasp for show just to like cackle some stuff in her hands. And she puts on the performance of her lifetime being like, I'm going to banish you to another realm, a hell dimension where you'll <laughs> never return from. And then she touches Jet's shoulder and casts invisibility on her. Oh, that's even better. Uh, roll performance for me. Oh, I've been waiting for you to ask for this. 19. Lovely. Oh, wait. 15 plus 7. So more than that. It's not 19. I'm gay. I can't do math. 22. We're good. Okay. Uh, the mayor sees this. Tara, you're the last person left down there that he sees. Eve, you're let go from the entangle. And the mayor says, is that it? You're done? That was over quick. Uh, lethal or non-lethal? <laughs> was that lethal? I, or... Well, I've been planning how to kill her for a long time. So I, I, mean, it's, I think it was lethal. I guess only the devil knows now. Lethal? Ooh. It's only our second lethal win. Interesting. And the mayor goes over to a tally board and marks a two. Next to a <laughs> tally mark next to another one. And there's like eight tally marks on the other side. 20%. Dead. That's not bad. It's not great. Uh, well, congratulations. Here's the ladder. And he drops the ladder down for Tara to climb up. Sweet. She climbs. Yeah, the ladder comes back up and Jet's left down there. Uh, I was actually going to see if I could make a stealth check to climb up the ladder after her. Go for it. But I do have to do it with disadvantage because I'm wearing my chainmail. Ah. Okay. Then go ahead. Okay, so that's an 11 plus 5, so I got a 16 stealth. Yeah, that's fine. Awesome. All right, so I'm going to climb up silently after uh, Tara and just try to keep close to everyone and stay as quiet as possible. Uh, Benny, do you let go of everyone else? Um, no, just Eve. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. It's not in here? No, not in, not in the room. No. Uh, so the four of you are free then. I, are you guys attacking the mayor? Is that what's happening? I mean, it seems like it's going to be resolved as if she had won. Yeah, so. and invisibility lasts for an hour, so I think we're good. So you guys aren't going to end up attacking the mayor. Okay, I'm just making sure that he's not in a dangerous situation, because he might have been for a second, and I didn't have <laughs> a character sheet ready for him. <laughs> Tara makes a show of saying out loud that she's going to split the money among her party, and like looks at whatever blank space she thinks Jet might be standing in. <laughs> Uh, the mayor says, uh, please follow me and everyone else can come too, if you can. Well, okay. You guys just stay there in your entanglement. Follow me. (laughs) 
He leads you back upstairs into the common areas. Unless, are you letting them go? Well, once Benny, um, I think it's a concentration spell. So once Benny okay. stops concentrating. Cool. Uh, yeah, he takes you upstairs, takes Tara to the front of the room and says, everyone, congratulate your winner. And he presents you with 50,000 gold pieces, Tara. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Now, I do have some job opportunities for some of you. Clive, Stevens, Emma, you can go. The Ooh. rest of you, interested in a job? I, I feel like we need some more information than that. And that's a great place to end the episode. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> That was a what shit a show. show. <laughs> I wanted to fight. I'm sorry. We know you did. <laughs> well done. You got out of it, though. No, I. you guys got out of it. Well done. You should have let Eve jump in that bitch. I was trying to get all you down mm-hmm. there with us. <laughs> if there would have been... My plan was that if there was a turn where everybody passed, like, as soon as... Katie did. If you had done the same thing, Brandon, I was going to send the other two people down. Oh, all four so, of us or like the yeah, other contestants? I would have had, no, just the four of you. And I would have had it been like a four person brawl because Eve would have attacked. Yeah. That's probably fair. Yeah. And, and Jet would not be uh, saying no to pulling punches on Eve because she's seen him <laughs> to kneecap a person before. <laughs> I mean, Benny would have fought because she she knows that they would just like be knocked out and then healed later. Yeah, we'll see what happens next time if the mayor has anything of interest for you guys. Yeah, I'm Chris the DM. You can find me on TikTok at Chris from RGRP because I might as well uh, talk about what I'm actually popular on. Mm, famous. Just saying. This is like my. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You need to get an agent. I'm just moving to L.A. Fuck you all. <laughs> I mean, we're already doing this podcast at a distance, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Broadca- yeah. Broadcast our goddamn podcast on your goddamn. It is. It's on Spotify. Our Spotify and website I put on there. Sell out. Okay. It's gotten one click so far. <laughs> Uh, I don't think the website is live. Is that okay? Is can I publish it? Like the website? Yeah, the website is. Um, it, there's a landing page that is in construction. Uh, I'd find no, if you like, publish it. I'm sweet. Yeah, launch it. Yeah, the one that I built is all ready to go. Before, before we start this, let's do our okay, our signups. Uh, hi, I'm Katie, and uh, you can find me on Twitter at Worth the Taxi. Uh, spelled exactly the way that it sounds. Um, and uh, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us. We were in the charts last week, which is exciting. Yeah. Brandon? <laughs> I was waiting for Tisha. Um, I'm Brandon. Uh, you can find me. Good Lord. Cut this. Make me sound like I'm not illiterate. Gosh. I think it's because Katie went second. Oh, yeah, I don't know. We have an order. We were, we were never told order. the official order. This order that we're doing right now is We've one been... of the only orders that we didn't actually say in the beginning of the episode. 
We said a lot of different ways that this goes. It's not this one. <laughs> as long as you all talk, I don't care. It should be boy, girl, boy, girl, boy. I'm always last. Chris is always first. I'm Brandon. So me and, and Katie can like switch it up. So me and people. Katie can switch it up. You can find me at BCR Conley, C-O-N-L-E-Y, on Instagram. Oh. My name's Tisha, and you can find me talking over everyone all the time. That, that was it? <laughs> that was it. Okay, well, hi, I'm Jonathan, and and you can find me on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter at E-U-G-E-N-E underscore J90. I also have a, um, what's that thing called? Chartreuse, the truth. Yes, you can find me. Um, which I'm probably going to change though. Annie Hoodle. Make sure you Google how to spell that before you search them. Cause no one in the fucking world knows how to spell chartreuse. <laughs> really? Chartreuse. Saying it again doesn't spell it for people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. C-H-A-R-T-R-E-U-S-E. The truth. Oh, I thought it was S-H-A-R-T-R-E. <laughs> We're not sharding anywhere. Chartreuse. <laughs> that's what you should change it to. <laughs> yeah, so that's all. Okay, well. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this one, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. 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 bye.